0: hey what up people welcome back to the dugouts podcast you're here with your host ryan leaf hey guys welcome back thank you so much for all the five star ratings that i've received on apple podcast thank you for all the follows on spotify guys keep on giving me five star ratings i really appreciate it if you haven't clicked follow on spotify or subscribe on apple podcast please do so right now and please just take notes that this is the best football podcast in the country thank you so much guys appreciate you have the best week Welcome to the Dugout Podcast with your host, Ryan Leaf. What up, people? Welcome back to the Dugout Podcast. You're here with your boy, Ryan Leaf. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope you guys are all great. I hope everybody's uh just having the best week so far. I hope you guys are all good. I got back home from work. I've actually had a very interesting encounter. So I reached out to a guy named Elliot. He's from Liverpool. Nice young chap. I've been chatting to him on Instagram, DMs for a bit. And I've asked him to be on my podcast. Um, he's from Liverpool, and he's a major Liverpool fan, from what I've heard. While I just call him and get him on. So obviously today we're going to be having a chat about Liverpool, and it's going to be a nice chat because I haven't had a talk about my club for a long time. But anyway, guys, hope you guys are great. It's it's been uh, amazing so far. Let's get hold of Elliot. Hey, what's up, Elliot? Hello. How are you? Hey. Good. Thanks yourself, my guy.
1: Yeah. Good good, yeah, Yeah.
0: It's good to have you on, my G.
1: Yeah. thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah. Any time. How How's your day been? What time is it there?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's now half five.
0: Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. We stuck to our time at least. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so,
1: it's been it's been a, a busy day, but nice to finish it off. Chance you.
0: Yeah, also, same here. I just got back from work and everything. Elliot, tell me, how old are you, guy?
1: I am 16 years old.
0: You're 16? Yeah, yeah. How long have you been a Liverpool fan for?
1: Since day one, mate, since day one.
0: Really? Like, born and bred, like your whole family's Liverpool fans as well?
1: Whole family.
0: <laughs> None Evertonians in there? Nah, the
1: Evertonians, they get disowned, they get disowned.
0: Oh, no ways!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Nah, it's good yeah. to have you on, my guy. It's good to have you on. So, so first things first, tell me how happy you are with Liverpool this year. Oh, mate, I'm buzzing. It's it's absolutely
1: amazing. Like, I am mean, a few five years ago when you think, you know, team wasn't that good. It, it was it was like a bit of a downfall. Like, obviously, I didn't know, I experienced the Champions League and all that, but like we went Istanbul, but I hadn't experience it properly, and uh, from what, from what I, I can remember, what I remember is Liverpool not being that, not be amazing, but the fans you can you can feel it, the spirit when you go to the ground, I go to all home games, just a few away games. You can feel you feel like it, it means, and it's just something else. It's like it's like a, it's like a passion. It's not a hobby. It's a passion. It's what you's what you're born for. It's not like it's not like you do it because you want to do it. It's, it's you watch you, you have to do because you're born for it. Yeah, it's in the blood. Runs through your blood. <laughs> But, uh, I'm absolutely buzzing. Like last year, you know, I thought we were going to do it. I thought we were going to pin just, you know, Man City to the Manchester title, but we didn't, of course. But you know, I was so proud of the lads. we like, when the uh, last game of the season against Wolves last year, 97 points is incredible. bottom um, I mean, winning the Champions League and then this year we won the Super Cup, the, the Club Bar Cup, and I think we're going to win the Champions League and the Premier League this year, I think we're going to absolutely dominate well football. The team's just next level compared to everyone else. You just can't... You, no, one can, no one can beat us, I don't think.
0: You, you know what, Elliot? I'm actually in the same boat as you because I'm a, I'm a huge Liverpool fan myself. And the reality yeah. is... The reality is... I, I go as far back as as seeing Martin Skirtle and, and Daniel Egger in defence with, with yeah. Rayner. And that's how far I go back. But ultimately, I was too young to... Understand the the Champions League final in two thousand and five. I was too young. Yeah, to... Same, same,
1: same. I, I, I can't I can't remember it. All I've been told I've been told the stories of that. Where well, my family, my whole family, around at my house, and uh, you know everyone doing mad. And like my my dad, my uncle, my uncle went. Obviously, I was too, I was too young. I couldn't go. So, um, but they all went. I remember like my cousins, my uncle, my aunties, and all that. My granddad and they're all they're all there, and it, it means something. You know, half time thing—you're probably thinking in that game, like what have we just what have we just seen, like each and the time, absolutely amazing. It's just shoes. The, the spirit of Liverpool is to never give up.
0: Hundred percent.
1: Every single
0: game. Every single game. Every single game. This club for the past got, year, for the past year and a bit. Every single game. If we ever go a goal down these days, I'm not too scared. I'm not too scared, mate. Like,
1: yeah, I know. It's like you're trusting Klopp, isn't it? Like, yes. I remember I was walking up to the derby the, in the Premier League with my cousin and my uncle, and they and seen the team. And we were like, my cousin was like, I won't repeat what he said, but he wasn't too happy with the team and the lineup. And uh, I said, Listen, you trust in Klopp. If Klopp was the difference between, if Klopp said to you, go on the fire, you'd go in it. That's how I'd go in it, because tr- I trust in Klopp. If he makes those decisions and he gets it get right, he gets all the praise, he doesn't get it right, he gets. Everything down to him because he's made that decision. Because yes. you saw the Larnish, Shakiri, Origi in that game, and that they're, they're free players that should not be playing a game against Everton when you've got Salah and Firmino on the bench. N- no way.
0: You know what scares me, Elliot, is that Liverpool fans trust Klopp to the hills. Literally, whatever that man does, Liverpool fans yeah. blindly follow him.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I would. I would. I literally. I mean, from where I'm from, I live in a little village, a little, a little town, basically.
0: What's it called, Elliot? Um, it's called
1: Thornby. It's called Thornby. I've heard of Thornby. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, Aiden club, he literally, you know, I remember, um, he, I've been told a he goes to the local footy club, and I don't play for them, but it was a local footy club. And the parents were all there, like, watching him, and he goes, why are you trying to get photos with, with me when your son's playing, and watch your son? And he knew, he knows, that obviously he's probably the one, that, probably the be- in my opinion, the best manager in the world. But I like, and he's still there Telling their parents To watch the song Because it's football At the end of the day He loves watching football He doesn't want to be Taking photos When there's football around He goes down To watch the football Because he loves football
0: You know what It's actually scary How far this man Has taken our club I mean If you look at When he first came To Liverpool And The amount of European finals That we lost Ultimately There was kind of Some Some disillusionment Among Liverpool fans What's the feeling like On Merseyside now? Oh
1: mate everyone. Well, one one half not too happy, but the other half
0: absolutely <laughs> the, bl- <laughs> the blue half, uh,
1: blue, the blue half, aren't too happy, of course. But uh, it's nice to just, you know, I go and I go in like to college and all that, and, and uh, they're like, they're not. What's what's it's the
0: le- what's what's the buzz in the city feel like? I mean, ultimately, you get up every morning with a smile, don't you? I'm sure you do.
1: Yeah, definitely. But the thing is, every year. You know, you, you let Liverpool fans say it's all year, it's yeah. year. Uh, no, you wouldn't hear everyone, you let some fans say it. But oh, this year, it feels different. They're, they're a lot more, like, laid back. And there's, there's, even though it's only six games for us to win the league, they're still, they're still a bit conscious, like, we don't want to just say it's ours yet, because, and you've got all these, like, Man United fans, you know, Everton fans saying, oh, sure, you might just give it now, But it's not, and, and we've still not won it. We've not won it till that game against Crystal Palace. And uh, and that that final whistle goes, that's that's the game where we won it, and we won every single game. We've not won it until then.
0: You know so, what? It's it's actually scary, because I was actually... I was in my first year post-high school in 2013. When you speak of Crystal yeah. Palace, I actually... <laughs> I go very dark when I hear Palace away.
1: Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It's absolutely horrible. Well, luckily, we're, we're at home. We're at home this time. So, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going that game, so hopefully... It is the game, and if it is, or oh, it'll be absolutely amazing. Like, I don't even, I don't even know why, I, I wouldn't be able to describe how i feel on that day.
0: Do you but know what? Did, I've actually, I've actually always maintained that the, the day Liverpool win the Premier League, it will bring emotions to me that I've never felt before.
1: I just, I just, I can't. I just, and it feels so good because then you got I don't know these like stupid fans from like Arsenal. Like, where's your, you know, your Premier League? I remember Arsenal a Cup. I went. And they're singing where's your Premier League? Let's be honest, Arsenal. All the top three big sides in England, they're the smallest one of them. You got Man United, Liverpool, and Arsenal. They're the three biggest. They're the three biggest clubs in England. They're the smallest one. I'd say Man United. Probably were before 2012, before that, they were the biggest. But now I, I think we've just we've overtaken
0: them. I think we've... You know I what think... scares me? You know what scares me is the whole thing of of where's your Premier League title to try and almost diminutize how big our club actually is, and yeah. and and because now we're on the brink of winning it, so many clubs now are going to lose that argument of oh where's your Premier League? It's it's going to actually evolve into the yeah. argument of oh you've only won yeah. one Premier League.
1: Yeah, definitely, you only won one Premier League. Well, let's uh, I think about... Uh, I just, I just can't... I'm not bothered. We want, We still won it. Exactly. I mean... Well, how many Champions League have they won? I, I don't think... I don't think they've won any. Some of the clubs haven't won any. Like, where City haven't even got to the final of the Champions League yet. Exactly. So they can't... They can't even say it, But let's like, be honest. I mean...
0: My, my uh, biggest frustration is that United fans don't say, oh, uh, we've won... Like thirteen Division One cups, and we've won like five Premier Leagues. They don't say that. They say, "Oh, we've won twenty Premier League titles," but that it never happened in the Premier League era. So my thing is, why is there? Why is there an argument for them to say that they've won a couple of Division Ones, and we can't say that? Exactly because, well,
1: technically, they've actually not won a Premier League because before 20, the last time they won the Premier League it was called the Barclays Premier League so technically they never actually won a Premier League <laughs> so, <laughs> so
0: Elliot tell me, tell me who, the, who's been the most impressive player for you this year
1: for me before, well if it didn't get injured I have I think he's been absolutely amazing when he's been playing but other than that I, don't, I don't, they've all been amazing Henderson's really stepped up Henderson's stepped up massive time big time
0: you know, it's the one thing I never understand. I I never understand our own fan base being highly critical of Jordan Henderson. I can't wrap my head around yeah,
1: it. I, I, I can see why because you you're taking bit of an absolute club legend, and you and Gerrard. It's not going to be easy, but no, I do. I does not want... Everyone everyone gets a shit with Henderson because he's supposed to be the leader on that team. He's supposed to be showing people what to do, and he makes he does stupid things. He makes mistakes. But well, recently he's been absolutely amazing and no fan has criticized him. When i when I've been in the match no fans criticised him. They've always been positive. And even when we score, even when even when the opposition score, sorry, this, this fans still sing songs, they still like Liverpool, Liverpool, live, like get like you know, they want the team. They, they you know, they want the team to bounce back and but personally I think Manley has been the best player. I think Mine has been incredible. I think Andy Robertson's maybe just dropped off a bit, I think he's lacking a bit of confidence, I think that game against Wolves... Yeah, a a,
0: a a damage I actually really gave him some trouble.
1: Yeah, I think that's given him a a little bit of... he's not pushed forward as much. Um, But I think Joe Gomez has been absolutely incredible. I mean, I know people won't let me say this, but I genuinely personally think in the next two years, Joe Gomez will be a better defender than Van Dijk. Really? I can see it, he's, he's got, he's so quick, and he's, he is strong, and he's so young, and, and playing against Van Dyke's taught him so much, I just, I can't see, I don't see why he wouldn't be better than Van Dyke, I, I can, I say it's happening, but um, there's news that g and yeah, they're not signing a new contract, I I'm, don't know whether I like that. I'm so don't confused,
0: like. I'm so confused by that news, because like, I can't understand why we haven't given him a new contract. I mean, we're willing to give everybody else new contract, but we're not giving him anyone.
1: Now, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's money demands. I think he wants money. I think, I think he just, des- he wants. He, he thinks he deserves more than he's getting, which, in, in some respects, he does. But still, it's sure he doesn't play for the passion of the club. And if someone's like that, get rid of them. I mean. Andy Robertson, I think I saw his stats only on, like, 60-odd, 70-odd thousand a week. I mean, I'm all complaining. I wouldn't complain if he had a on that. But, like, still, he's one of the best left-backs, if not the best left-back in the world. And he's on 60, 70 grand a week.
0: Virgil van Dijk, uh, the best defender in the world, is on 150k. Virgil. Oh, well, he's, he's not even on it. He might get the new project now worth 150k a week.
1: Yeah. I think James Milner's is on one... one 120, I think, a week as well, and that's James Milner. He plays on the bench most of the time, and I think, I think James Milner, I think is absolutely incredible. I think what he does, I think it's not just on on the pitch. It's off the he pitch too so much. Yeah, he does so much off the pitch. And I think we've got a great team where everyone's just bonded and gelled together, and that's what Clot wanted. I mean, I can't, I can't predict what he's going to do with that midfield three. And if he says Gino Njardin, you know, let him do that. That's what, that's what he's doing. So I would
0: him. I would trust club if he did that. I would trust him.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd be a bit disappointed because I, I do love Gino I And he's an absolutely incredible player. But if Klopp wants to get rid of him, get rid of him. You know, we do what Klopp does. We follow him. And we have to go on with it. We can't do anything more. And you've got you've got Naby Keita, who is injury prone. But when you see Naby Keita, last year he was absolutely the first few games he was awful uh, and, but he, you can see he had glimpses where you can just see what he was like and this year he's really turned it, screw on and you've got Alex otter Chamberlain. yeah he had a bad injury but he's getting back to where he was and uh, I think you'll see more of him in the next few weeks Adam Alonis I think he's gone I think he won't stay much longer
0: nah no, I think but, I think uh, I think he's done as well I think he's he's going to be out he's I not getting game time I
1: think, no but I think he's been he's, he's been amazing asset to the, the club the last how long I mean, years? I think it's mm, five maybe six years I can't remember when he first joined us
0: Elliot, but, um, where, where could Klopp improve this Liverpool team?
1: Damn, I just I think I uh, I generally think his, his biggest weakness is probably I don't, know, I don't know. Actually, I think I think, <laughs> I think I think I think I think the keeper you can't get much better. You're not going to get a better keeper. You're not
0: going to find better in the world than that.
1: No, right back. You know, no, no point changing. He'll be there for the next fifteen years.
0: And and Nico Williams is coming up from the academy as well.
1: Yeah, he's, he's amazing. I, I did uh, my work experience last year at the academy, and uh, and I was seeing him, and you can just see. All the lads, he's completely next level compared to everyone else. He's like, he stands out. You, 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 if someone went to pick someone you think would make it, and you just go him. He, He's wow. amazing. He's, he's next level. He's literally next level. But, yeah, I just I can't. Maybe, I think he, he needs to get him. I, don't, I think, maybe get rid of Salah. I, I don't know, again, if you won't let me say it. But Salah, I he's a good player. He's an amazing player. I mean, but if you've got James Sancho, it would be apparently interested again 120 million I agree go with Jadis Sancho he's young he's something new no one's played against him in their Premier League except from Tottenham I think
0: yes yes
1: and he's English so he knows what it he knows what it means to the fans more than we know what Salah knows Salah's an amazing player he's done absolutely amazing things for the club but I think again Salah isn't like a good a Good, a good player for all.
0: So if, I mean? if, if if Liverpool get an offer of a hundred million plus for Mo Salah, you let him leave?
1: I so say you let him leave for hundred and thirty million plus, nothing, nothing less than that. But also, you don't, you, you can't give him to a Premier League rival. No, I, don't get me wrong, I don't want Salah to leave. You
0: but sell him abroad, Real Madrid, Barcelona.
1: Yeah, yeah, give, give him to one of them. Because let's be honest, last I don't. And one thing I saw the other day is I do not want Philip P. T. back. No, I, do. I can't do, have do,
0: You know what? So many fans actually have a grudge towards Philippe Coutinho because of the stunts he pulled, the whole fake back injury, that sort of thing. Like, so many- Not
1: just that. Not just that, though. I, I agree with that totally. But what else I, I think is um, he he's left. And Klopp's obviously said, we don't need Philippe Coutinho. And we've done so much better than than what we did when he was there. And I think the players have just stepped up. So why bring Philippe Coutinho? But when you know Klopp said, probably said to them, "We don't need Philippe Coutinho. We're good enough without him." Bring him back on then
0: just put him in. What's the point? This the sad part about having Philippe Coutinho in a midfield three is that defensively he's a liability. We we saw plenty of time. If we had Henderson as number six, if we had Philippe Coutinho and maybe Lallana in the centre with him, defensively we weren't that great. Since he's left, that team's become a, a much more better defensive unit without him.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think, I think, yeah. I too, actually, you know. I totally agree with you. I think as well. I always knew he wasn't gonna do well, and I knew he was gonna flop at Barcelona. But let him go on with that. To, if he went to Barcelona for money, didn't. Want, and, you know, if if someone asked, I think if you asked any Liverpool fan, would they go to Barcelona for for money? They'd say, I mean, you don't. You, some may say yeah, but I think ninety five percent would say no. They want to play for their their club but they love them. They they adore. I would never leave Liverpool. If I, if I had the chance to play for Liverpool, I'd, I'd, I'd know. 100%. If I didn't get the team, I'd work my absolute socks off to get in that team the next week. And, you know, I'd, I'd want to play for Liverpool for the rest of my life. Wow. I would never want to leave Liverpool.
0: You know, so, just,
1: that's how much. You know, that's what's how the, scary much thing? the
0: scariest thing, Elliot, is that, like, we speak from a position of strength right now as Liverpool fans because our yeah. club is doing so well. Rewind time to seven or eight years ago. We, we're not speaking like that at all. I mean it's very difficult to be like at, at that moment in time it would have been very difficult to like turn down an offer from Bayern Munich Real Madrid Barcelona but where Liverpool are now they've become the pinnacle for players they've become the location for players to develop and to grow and to become world class or if not for world class players on the whole so yeah. if you're saying someone like Jadon Sancho I've seen rumours about Timo Werner recently
1: yeah, i I saw that as sixty three million.
0: Yeah, like I've seen those and he would fit like a glove with us.
1: I think I think I think it's fit into the Klopp's philosophy. Absolutely perfect. I think then if he sells you to another you can bring Firmino back a bit, bring him into the ten. You got Fabinho Henderson there. Let's being an absolute quad player, Henderson's amazing all round, yeah. Firmino then I think Firmino would fit that so much more better because he likes to drop off. He likes to get in the pockets, suddenly. not he? And you yes. got Werner, who's Werner, has been absolutely destroying things in the league. In uh, I saw a start the other day. Him and Re- Robin Lewandowski, before the game on air, have 42 goals together. What? And, uh, that, I, I mean, that's that's amazing. I mean, I don't know people might say, oh, it's a farmer's league, but still... You've got to be there. You've got to, you've got to do things. Got, it's not just... To be honest, it's like like saying with Sunday League football. It's just not at all. The Bundesliga is so much like, high-level quality. I think I'd say it's the third best league in the world.
0: You know, the one argument I had, Elliot, is that rival fans have seen Liverpool have one of the best teams ever in history, basically run away with the Premier League, and they've now created this argument of this is the worst league we've ever seen. Are you on the same argument? Yeah. Or, or I actually believe, I, that, I believe for the first time, the Premier League actually has the most equal distribution of talent around I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. Well, well last I Man City's team is worth 600 million.
0: Exactly Maybe that. Exactly that. I, I, a couple of they, years ago, they, they, a couple of years ago, not every team had the likes of Gerard De La around. Not many teams had yeah. the likes of 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 James Madison, of Jamie Vardy, these players weren't around back then. I think we knew, we knew it. certain teams played certain teams, we knew guaranteed three points. We don't know that these days.
1: No, I think I think you, you can, uh, you'd say I think they just feel a bit, I think they feel a bit bad because they they want to admit it, but they can't because everyone hates Liverpool because we are we because our fans are so passionate. We 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 hate every other club. Even if it's a club, you know, like we hate everyone. We we don't get on with fans from other clubs easily. Like we uh, we just don't like teams at all. Then I mean, they don't like us, and uh, they all blame it on us. But it's not just us. Like I think I think the rivalry's there. We don't like you because you're t- you a team that not, not that's not local. Why would we like you? We, we don't want to support you. We want to support local who, who we support. So we're going to spat local all away. Not you. We're not going to say, "Oh, well done." You know, it's it's Liverpool, 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 Liverpool.
0: Elliot, you know what? And we, when you guys when you guys travel around the country, have you been to many away games?
1: I uh, the last away game I went to was Leicester away.
0: How was that at the King Power? That must have been amazing.
1: Oh man, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, it was an experience. To tell you that, like you know, I think I went with my little brother as well. And like, oh mean it was absolutely. Best game I've ever been to, probably, in my life, because you know Leicester, were at the time little challenges, and and we've just absolutely knocked them off the pair. We beat them four 0 goals from Trent Firmino. Who I think Firmino got two. Firmino, Firmino got two. two yeah, yes. Firmino. And uh, who was you the other one?
0: You know, you know what? You know, you know what scares me, Elliot. What scares me the most? No, me. Yeah. What scares me the most is that the Liverpool team are. Or- they're not going anywhere They're yet to stay no.
1: Yeah definitely And um, I think they're going to Dominate World football For quite a while now
0: You know what People have actually had A couple of arguments With me as well About Alisson being The best goalkeeper In the world or not And my argument Towards that was that The best goalkeepers In the world Make everything look easy I've never seen Allison it, scrambling And I've never yeah, seen him it, panic
1: it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when he has the ball, at like out oh, my heart is in my mouth, mate. It's 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 scary, <laughs> but but he, he doesn't panic. He's there, and he's and he and he's he's an absolutely amazing asset, and oh, he's amazing.
0: I think he has he, he has he has better passing ability than some midfielders in the Premier League.
1: Definitely, definitely, and that that, that pass against Man United for Salah's goal, I mean, you don't get you can't get much better than that.
0: So so, how far do you live from Anfield?
1: About twenty-five minute drive. I, I I normally get the train if my dad my dad can't take me, so I get the train.
0: And is me. is it train quite easy that side? Because I actually haven't been yeah. to Anfield before.
1: Yeah, it's dead easy. You know, I say it's about half around the train. Goes fifty minute walk, maybe ten minutes to Anfield from the station. So it's not it's not bad at all.
0: And uh, what was your first European night, huh?
1: My first European night. Oh, I think it. It might have been Real Madrid back in. Was it true No, the time
0: when under under Brendan Rodgers with uh, Joe yeah, Allen Lucas.
1: Yeah, yeah, that 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 was my first European experience, and since then I've been. The the games, the big games I can remember. Bruce Dortmunds when we won four three.
0: Yes. Um. In the in the Roma, Europa League.
1: Yeah, Roma. Villarreal in the Europa League.
0: Oh, I remember that. I remember that.
1: Sevilla, Sevilla. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, all these teams. You think you think of that, Sevilla, one of the biggest clubs in Spain. Villarreal, another big club in Spain. I Real Madrid, probably the one of the biggest clubs in the world. If not, I overall the biggest. They have won the most Champions Leagues, though. <laughs> in to rise, right? they are the most decorative club in, in the world. So you're not going to argue with that but it's just amazing to go, it's, it's, Anfield literally feels like my second home when I go there, it, it feels like, it just feels like you're going, going there, and you're going to see your mates, or something like
0: that, what, that is crazy, I, I wish I had the, the, the experience before, maybe one day when I have set up some carefuckers come through for a, for a week or two, I'd love to visit Liverpool, yeah. what's the weather like, yeah, for, is, it's is, 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 is it like freezing there?
1: Uh, it's It's been pretty cold Recently we've had a bit of a storm This weekend This week But it's nice Nice tonight Nice It's not it's not cold You might find it cold But it's uh, It's nice It's like It's a bit chilly But uh, it's not raining or anything So
0: And what do, you, what do you guys do During like international breaks Because I know with us here In South Africa We suffer We've got no football to watch There's nothing on TV We like What do we do What do you guys do
1: Well <laughs> Not many Scouts Would tell you That they're uh, they absolutely hate England, but um, my family actually originates from Spain, so I just watch the Spain games. So,
0: oh okay, uh,
1: yeah. So uh, I am quarter to Spanish. So my mum's dad is Spanish, so i basically a local fan. So don't worry about that; he is a local fan. Um, so I watch the Spain games. So,
0: Elliot, yeah, tell me, and, tell me what does Liverpool team do well? So essentially, what what Klopp has done with the whole counter pressing. Obviously, winning the ball back in high areas, forcing teams to make mistakes. When club's team are under pressure, what do they do
1: well? I think they keep they're very calm on the ball. They know what needs, They know their job. Everyone knows a job. The way they the transition from defense to attack is like a, it's a millisecond. You know that's what they do well. They do things quick and calm.
0: Get the ball forward as fast as possible, basically.
1: Yeah, but they they don't rush things. They they as fast as possible, but at their speed, and I'm a, a the opposition can't handle with And they, they, they are amazing, and it's an absolute pleasure to watch them. And I must tell you, it is amazing.
0: I actually heard a couple of troubling comments from Danny Mould on Talksport talking about how Firmino is replaceable. What are your thoughts on that?
1: He's is, is irreplaceable. Or no, replaceable? he's
0: replaceable.
1: Um, I think that's an absolute lunatic comment because I just, I just don't the way for me though it's like you know what you, oh, I'm to think. you know when you've got like a say you've got a pizza and you say a pepperoni pizza it's like taking away the pepperoni I've it's seen. like taking away the pepperoni and you don't, you, don't have, you don't have a pepperoni pizza and you've got a margarita it's like plain now it's plain you know a bit of extra spice it gives the, it gives that thing that just it's something different to everyone else You've never seen a player like him before. I haven't. I have not tired. and I think I think him and I saw Kakasi and him and Louis Swart as the best teams in the world. Personally, I think he is the best. He doesn't score, but what he does to that team, it's amazing. I remember he started on the bench in the Super Cup final, and I was away, and uh, I remember I was like, you know, what? it doesn't feel right. It's, it's, like, it's like we can't we can't get forward. We can't, and it usually comes on we score too. I, it's, it's, it's just that he's amazing He's literally The most oh, it, it surprises me I don't know why Daniel Mills has said that I
0: You know what He's he's made some very absurd comments So so has So has Darren Bent Well Darren Bent actually agrees with you About the whole Selling Mo Salah for Mbappe story Anyway so I mean yeah. if, if Mbappe becomes available Would you Offload Mo Salah I mean Because him, him becoming available You don't want him going to any other club I'd say, I'd say Mbappe, get
1: Mbappe. I just do what I said and said, with Werner. Put Mbappe up front and put three in the ten, and you keep Salah. Oh Then, wow. you know, then we, we. I don't think anyone would be able to beat us if we had that. I think you just see us dominate Premier League next three four years.
0: And and what what were your thoughts on the whole Shrewsbury Shrewsbury incident? I mean, with club not being there and. So many, so many like, rival fans were like getting on our backs saying Klopp's been disrespectful, not being there for his young players. I mean, ultimately, what are, what are your opinion about that?
1: Well, why should Klopp be there when Neil Critchley coaches them on a day-to-day basis?
0: Well, he knows That's the players the better than Klopp in the first place.
1: He knows the players better than Klopp. Critchley's the one that, the academy's the one that made them, so Critchley is the head of the academy, so why shouldn't he represent the academy? Why should Klopp take credit? If they win? Klopp get a lot credit. Cops made that but Chris deserves that and I think I think Cop did the right thing in saying it's the winter break we got told not to ruin it so we're not going to do that and I think they the right thing and and I think the support from our fans at Liverpool were absolutely amazing I think everyone every single fan deserves a pat on the back there was about 52,000 everyone got there you know and I think it's just an amazing an amazing night an amazing experience for those players that played.
0: You know what, th- those young boys will never forget that experience.
1: I, it was it, it must be. I don't know, again, like if if we win the Premier League. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel if I ever got to play for Liverpool Football Club.
0: Am, am I the only person in the sports where I just feel like Liverpool is the only club in the world that just feels so different from the rest of the football world? We've, I feel so different... I feel like I can't relate to certain rival fans about how they speak about their football clubs. Like you said earlier, we're just so passionate about the team.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I, am I, I mean, I, I get into people and fake fans or the tourists are coming over. Well, let's be honest. I know there's a strong scouts fan base, and I'm happy with our uh, fans were abroad. You know, it shows how big we are, how how strong we are. And it it, it 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 makes me happy when I see foreign fans come over there and their passion you can see it I sit in the cop, the most the best stand in probably world football and you can see that passion, that passion, the passion all I think about is passion passion passion.
0: You know what scares me is that that passion, like you said, actually overflows to all corners of the globe. I mean if you yeah. if, if I had to show you South Africa and show you how many Liverpool fans are here, it's actually crazy. We have like Liverpool fan clubs all over the show in my city, in Durban, in um, you heard of a place called Cape Town, right? Yep, yep. Cape Town have their own little supporters' club. So does Johannesburg. The Premier League craze in this country is it's it's wild, and I can't even explain to you how passionate the Liverpool fans are in this place. They they would lose their mind if they could be at Anfield.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's amazing, and you get that with you get that with kids in in England as well. I, I um. I remember I've spoke to a family from Plymouth, which is a good seven-hour drive, maybe.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And they were up; they felt it was just something different. And sitting in the car, amazing as well. I took my mate to a game the other the other week. Sitting in the car, you know, we sitting in the upper main stand, and he was just, he was like, you know what? I'd give you 150 quid list to get every week. It's <laughs> absolutely amazing. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah. And I was like, right, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not going to rob your money off you, but I, I think it's just—it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. The, I mean, I, I mean, the, the outside of Liverpool, if we go off to of Liverpool now, I think about the Premier League. I think I just don't think there's any team other than Man City that are actually in the bracket of world class. I think Leicester. No, I think Leicester are going to go flop next season. I think. I think Chelsea will do well in the summer I think that Chelsea is someone to hope for next year I
0: Yeah think, they, they, they they got Hakim ZF today
1: Yeah I saw that yeah wow. They're going to come They're going to come For us for Chelsea I can see that
0: What time is your game on Saturday Elliot?
1: Um, my game on Saturday is about 10 o'clock
0: Okay Nah I wish I could like tap into a live stream To watch you play my guy Honestly I would
1: love that yeah, it's alright, don't
0: worry. My guy, it's been wonderful having you on. You know what? I need to have you on a lot more often.
1: Yeah, anytime, anytime. Just give, just give me a text and I'll, I'll go
0: on. Ah, thank you so much, Elliot. Everybody on the Dugout Sorry. Podcast, that is Elliot from Liverpool. Great kid that I've had a nice conversation with. Huge Liverpool fan. And he's from Thornby. Am I saying it correct? Thornby, right?
1: Yep. yeah, Thornby, yeah.
0: yeah. Alright, my guy, you have the best evening. I'll chat to you soon.
1: You too. Okay, thanks. Bye.
0: Cheers, mate. Well, that was Elliot, guys. So, you've heard Elliot's opinion. He would sell Mohamed Salah. We love Roberto Firmino. And his most impressive player is, or has been, Joe Gomez, who could potentially be better than Virgil van Dijk one day. Guys, I love this podcast. It's getting me it's getting me so much like content to distribute. And I'm meeting and talking to so many people. It's actually crazy. Anyway, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at rwleafgreen you can find me on instagram at the dugout podcast sorry i'm just i'm buzzing i'm shaking up i'm like wow this is really cool anyway so have the best week guys i'll chat to you guys soon liverpool are playing norwich this weekend at cattle road and i just hope you guys take it easy and you enjoy the rest of your evening so this is your boy ryan leaf on the dugout podcast have the best week